Welcome to the Hello Retirement Podcast, your essential guide to navigate the journey towards a fulfilling retirement. Stephen Covey has this famous saying, begin with the end in mind. And you can apply that to a lot of different things. We can apply that to our work. We can apply that to school. We can apply that to scheduling your year. Like you can apply it to so many different things. In this in particular instance, what two things I want to talk about is retirement to your eulogy. Begin with the end in mind, right? And if we begin with the end in mind as we get ready, as it pertains to our retirement, then we know that it, the retirement is going to end with us passing away. And so how do we get ready for that? What are we doing? Um, and, and we're going to talk about all those things today on this show. How you doing? My name is Emlyn Miles Mattingly. I am the founder and president of Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only retirement planning firm helping people um, helping people enjoy their retirements. So what we're going to talk about today is that journey that you have from after you've entered into retirement all the way into your eulogy. And this all came up. This was like something that I had on my mind, something that was on my heart. I felt it yesterday really, really uh, just impressed upon me just to talk about this. And I think it's something that we haven't talked about a lot, haven't talked about enough. And I definitely want to touch on it today. So all of this came because I was um, I was in this course, uh, a leadership course, maybe about eight years ago. Eight years ago, I was in this leadership course. Um, it was called Lily. And in this course, we had to read a series of books and we had to do a lot of different things. One of the things we did was we had to actually write our eulogy. And that was so, oh man, that was a tough one, right? And, and you think about this as someone that's a planner, as someone that's planning for your retirement, as someone that's living in your retirement, enjoying it, you know that eventually um, all roads lead to you know, uh, going to meet your maker. So what I wanted to say today was as we're going through this life, um, what we do is how we're going to be remembered. And so you've worked very hard, diligently, putting money away, saving to get to this best part of your life where you don't have to work as much or at all, where the kids are out of the home, where you can just travel and do all these things. But one thing that I wanted to make sure that we bring to this is understanding what the what is in store at the end and what legacy do we want to leave right i think that it's important for us to understand the type of legacy that we're going to leave for our families and this is the way that i think you can look through the lens of what legacy you want to live leave now with uh as it pertains to um you know beginning with the end in mind i, I think about that and if you think about that everything that you do is going to be how you are remembered, right? And so what we think about is when when we went through this 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 Lily um training and they had us read this and we had to talk about it. I I'm really um bear with me as I as I take some pauses through this because it was a really I, I don't want to say it was a life-changing experience because I never thought to give myself the perspective. I mean there's a lot of things that you worry about as you're in retirement. Um, you know, Medicare, Social Security, when you're going to take it, how long the money is going to last, if it's going to if you're going to run out, how, you know, all these different things that are on your mind. But when it really comes down to it, I think that framing this like beginning with the end in mind is is such a powerful thing. When I meet with my clients, there's these questions that I like to ask. And I don't I don't want to get I didn't, I didn't come up with the questions. there. the George Kinder questions. George Kinder is an incredible um, financial planner that developed these 
questions in there, the three kinder questions. He does life planning. And, and what one of the questions um, that we use is we frame the question like this. So it, it is the first one gives you five to 10 years to live, right? So you go to the doctor. Doctor tells you that you only have five to 10 years left to live. After that, you know, you 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 won't have any pain. You don't know exactly when you're going to pass away, but you only have five to 10 years. And the follow-up question to that is, you know, um, what will you do with the time that you had left? And a lot of times people are telling me, you know, I want to, I want to spend more time with my family. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do all these things. But the follow-up question number three is even more powerful because I think it really puts the, 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 it really puts things in perspective. And that question is this, what, you go to the doctor and they tell you that now you only have 24 hours to live. The follow-up questions on this are even more powerful. Who did you not become? What did you not get to do? Who did you not get to like apologize to? Who did you still need to speak to? And this question provokes so much emotion in people when you ask it, because it's really now you're at the end and you're looking back and you're saying, what could I have done different? Well, this is an opportunity for you to do that now. This is an opportunity for you to go back and look through what uh, what life looks like at this point in time and make the necessary adjustments. You can live your life a number of different ways, doing a bunch of different things. But I think people are going to remember you by the, the principles that you live by. And so one of the things that I would say and I'd encourage you to do as you're as you're when you write your eulogy and and, and I, I reread mine as I was as right before I, I started to record this episode. And when I was reading it, it was a lot of things that that had happened in my life that I was recounting. But the the most important thing that was in there was the principles. So I had my personal mission statement. I had my vision. I had the guiding principles. And if there's anything that your family is going to need from you. As we, you know, as we talk about retirement planning, as we talk about estate planning, as we talk about life insurance, all of these things pertain around that end time that we're talking about, right? And so when you look at these things and you have those personal mission, I think that is so important, right? I think that when you when you think about leaving a legacy, and I like to use the Rockefeller family as that. There was something that the um, and, and I've said it two different ways before in the past. I always used it as a way to show people like if you're leaving something, then uh, I would ask a question about do your you know do you know your great 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 grandparents' name and and most people don't um, and and when I, I say why don't you know that name and they're like well I don't know I said because they didn't leave you anything right um, and and back to the Rockefellers what he would do old man Rockefeller would set up a trust account for all of the kids and they would receive a check on their birthday every year from their grandfather that they never met I have something better than a check. Money's great and you need money to do everything. But think about this. If you establish your guiding principles for your life and you document it, if you establish the vision that you had for your family and you document it, if you establish your own personal mission that you lived by and document it, how much more powerful do you think it is to give that to your children? How much more powerful do you think it is to get that from your grand, your grand, give that to your grandchildren? And I think like, as we go through this, we talk about money, we talk about life, we talk about death, we talk about all of these things, but we never talk about the person and what they want to accomplish for their family outside of the money.
because it's not all about the money. And I think sometimes we can get so worked up and so lost in the money that we don't do the things that are going to have our legacy continue. Because I think that there's a lot of valuable lessons that you've learned over your life. And I think there's a lot of valuable lessons that you could share with people. And I think that when you really tone down the volume to everything else, and now that you're not working, you have a time to do that. I think that this is something that you can do on your own, and it will be very rewarding for you, very rewarding for your family. This is me just being my authentic self. I had to share this video. I know um, there's been some other videos that we've, there's a ton of videos that we're putting out, but this one right here, I really feel like this was put in my heart to share with you today. And I think that as you listen to this, as you're, you know, kind of kind of going through your mind, like mental, doing a mental inventory, because we all do that about things that you wanted to accomplish, people that you wanted to let know that you love them and other things that are in your life that have nothing to do with money and everything to do with legacy. And, and part of your legacy will be your money. But what I want you to focus on is what is going to be said about you as you lay in that casket. What do you want to be said about you? How do you want to be remembered? No one's going to say, oh, man, you know, this person took Social Security at 62. No one's going to talk about that. No one's going to talk about, oh, man, they they had a, you know, they had a they had a great Roth conversion uh, strategy. They're not going to say that. It may be true and it's something you need to have a good one. I, I hope you do have a good one. But what I want you to understand is. Begin your retirement planning with the end in mind, knowing that you will not be here forever and understanding that there's people in your life that you want to spend that extra time with when you stop punching the clock. Make sure you do those things. Make sure you can establish that personal mission statement and live by it. Make sure you have a vision for your family and understand the principles that guide your life. I think that these things are just as important as money and even more so. Because without those guiding principles, the money can creep in and, and do change you. We, we know that it can. I'm saying all this, and this is not the normal thing that we do on the podcast, on this podcast, but I think it's very applicable. And what I want you to do, after you get done listening to this episode, take some time to yourself, write out your thoughts. And get your family around and share this with them. Share your thoughts about your personal mission, your vision, the guiding principles that you've had, because there's people in your life that need to hear that from you more than they need the money from you. There's valuable lessons in what you have learned. And I'm asking you to share that with your family. Now, if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're doing here, please hit the like button, subscribe to the show. And share this episode with your family. Share this episode with friends. Um, I really feel like this is something uh, someone needed to hear this. And, and I needed to hear it just as much as the person that's going to listen on the other side of this. So with that being said, my name's Emlyn Miles Mattingly. Uh, we'll be dropping episodes every Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and connect. And until next time, take care and never be scared to say hello to retirement.